My name is Jesse, and welcome to the Time Fades podcast. It again, just me today on episode three. Today we're going to talk about boys and men, girls and women. Now, this is a very controversial topic. Different people see it in different ways. But from someone who is an old soul, who was raised to respect everyone, I'm going to share my point of view. In the world, I have seen men, women, boys and girls who act their age and who don't act their age. And sometimes that is what draws the line of who is and who isn't, what is and what isn't. Anyone who says that you need to be a certain age to be a man, or you need to be a certain age to be a woman, that's not technically correct. What defines a man, and what defines a woman? Is it hitting puberty? Or is it something that's happened in your life to cause you to be more mature than you have to be, or you deserve to be? Is the man who hurts his family more of a man than a 12-year-old who has to take care of his mother and his sister? Is a girl more of a woman when she has to take care of her siblings because her parents aren't around versus the woman who parties and doesn't think about her family? I have always seen it as there's a certain type of maturity that draws that line. And that maturity is created when you put in a world or put into a lifestyle that you're forced to be more mature than you should be. Or you're forced to be more of an adult than you should be. And unfortunately in the world we live in now where everyone has any information at the tap of their fingers. People are maturing at a much faster rate. Younger kids are looking more grown up. Grown ups are acting like children. And in a way, I feel like we have lost our way in this world. Kids are supposed to be able to go outside and play and have imagination. But now imagination is looked down upon in some homes. Kids who want to do art or do music are frowned upon in some homes. In a world of being who you want to be, in a world where you can be anything and anyone you want to be, why is being a child looked down upon for people who are of age to be a child. Kids who should be able to act goofy and act silly are told to be mature, but adults who act like children and don't aren't realizing the way of the world can't be told what to do. That's upsetting. 
kids should be able to be kids. Adults should be able to be adults. Black and white, that's just set. In the middle ground of teenage years, that's when it's supposed to be confusing. But while I was going through my teenage years, I learned that teenagers sometimes have their life figured out faster than they were supposed to because they probably already were told what they needed to be when they were younger. Most teens will graduate high school already on the mindset of I'm going to go to college and get away from home or I'm going to work and take care of my parents or my family. And in a world where that's a necessity, that is sad. In a world where the poor are the poor and the rich are the rich and there's no unity, that is a very sad world and unfortunately it is our reality. Like I said in the first podcast, it is very easy for there to be unity in the world. But everyone wants to be the top dog. In a world where love could be very easily accepted, there are still people set in the negatively old way. Coming from someone who is an old soul, I believe that there are certain things from the past that we should adopt back into the future, and that there are certain things that should have stayed in the past. In, in a future being run by people of the past, they're adopting too much negative, too much of the old way. We live in a present where a man can marry a man, a woman can marry a woman. Hell, you could become an alien if you'd like to be. But we still see on the news that either women are being paid less than they should be or men are being told to kill themselves or the the uproar about race and how there's no unity upon races. We live in a world now of where all we do is fight each other. All we do is combat each other. No one can get along. Women and men are butting heads. All races are wanting to attack each other for the spot of protection and safety. When we all are in danger. Men and women work equally as hard. All races work equally as hard. And unfortunately because of certain races... I'm going to say it, the white race, we cause too many issues. Some of us want unity and some of us still want to be the top. And that's what's causing a lot of this, is the old white race. Old men, old women from past their time, causing the issue of wanting the old way thinking that the world should be run by men. That is wrong. Take it from me. Men are stupid. Men have their minds set on one goal. 
and that goal only betters for themselves. Women want unity. Some women do and some women don't. Men want unity. Some men do, some men don't. There are plenty of men in the world who want a world where they can come home from work. Their wife can come home from work. They can cook dinner together, have their family sitting at the table. Some men want to come home to an already fresh-cooked meal. Some women want to come home to an already fresh-cooked meal. Some women want to come home and their husband come home. Some women want their wife to come home from work at the same time as them or to have them already home cooking food. Sometimes men want their husband to come home or to already be home. But everyone wants the same goal. Just no one wants to admit it. In every fight, in every riot, in every disagreement, everyone has the exact same goal. And that is to be right, and that is to be the top. To have that green light. That's what pulls us apart and brings us together, which is the constant fight that we see on the news, that we hear on podcasts, that we watch on YouTube, that we see on social media, is everyone thinking they are the top dog. And that's what pulls us apart. Obviously, unless if you lived under a rock, you have seen the Tate brothers, if I'm pronouncing that right, Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate, who kind of vanished now. I haven't really seen much of them on the internet anymore. They were being canceled for trying to turn boys into men, trying to bring back the masculine man, and that's not right. Obviously, a man who can hunt or a man who can provide for his family, that is a form of a man, but that's not a real man, that is a beast. A true man is someone who can be kind, can protect his family, who has that beast, that monster inside but keeps them at bay, who can protect their family and be an animal when they have to be, but is a true caring person to their heart. And the thought process of having that to be a man you have to be this aggressive animal you have to abuse you have to assert dominance that's a really twisted twisted mindset this is coming from a straight male I was raised to be kind I was raised to be helpful but to know when to protect myself and to know when to protect the ones who I care about. I was raised in the old way and in the new way. I was raised in the old way of respect and kindness, and in the new way of forgiveness and understanding. In a world full of people who are so understanding, it's amazing to me how so many people don't understand the way of reality. 
And obviously this is my opinion. Everyone has their own, which is completely understandable. But in a world where everyone wants to be the top dog, I know I say that a lot, but it's what pulls this world apart, you know, and the thought of peace and unity, when people hear peace, they think war, which is funny, because it matches the quote, fighting a war about peace, or causing a war about peace, isn't that kind of ironic? It's true. You don't need to cause a war to have peace. You just need to be able to agree. And I know plenty of masculine men. <laughs> plenty of men would be like, oh, listen to this. F. Saying, oh, peace, no war. You know, he, he's a fruit. He's a fruit loop. He doesn't know what he's talking about. There's a quote that I love that says no one understands how much pain it took to become so soft or to be so gentle and that is very true me having dyslexia which I talked about in my last podcast I grew up seeing the true side of the world I grew up hearing things that no one should ever have to hear and me having the heart and the soul that I have I was hurt in ways that no one should ever have to endure plenty of people have a difficult life and I can say my life has never been really easy every year something negative has happened in my life most of the time more than once I have lost those close to me and I have lost those who mean everything to me. I have seen people go from seeing me as family to seeing me as nothing more than a piece of dirt on their boot. And all I've been able to do is smile and say thank you or act like it's okay. No one gets how much pain it took to become so soft. People see someone who's quiet, someone who keeps to themselves and instantly thinks the worst, the absolute worst. And that's not the case. And me being freshly out of high school, I find that really funny. You always hear the joke, oh, he's the quiet kid, he, he's going to be the one to do it, you know. He's going to be the one to, you know, be the one on the news. But that's not the case. Just because someone's quiet, that doesn't mean that they're going to commit a heinous act. It either means that the person's either being hurt, and they don't want to talk, or they've already been through the pain, and so they don't have the words there's a quote from a show I love Peaky Blinders there was a conversation where one of the characters wives was telling him that there was counselors that they were able to talk to 
it is set in 1919, so it's right after World War I. The main character, Thomas Shelby, says, says something upon the lines of, you know, we would write down how we're feeling, but they haven't invented the words yet. Most of the time, people who are quiet, that's what they're feeling. They can't explain how they feel. They can't explain what's going through their heads, so they just don't talk. They keep how they're feeling inside because they know that it will either hurt someone or they'll just get hurt worse. Another good quote that I like is, I stay so I stay so kind because when I'm angry, I get very angry. Or, what was it? I am so kind. Oh no, don't be rude to me because my rudeness will outrude your rudeness. I'll make you cry. That is very true. Most people who are very kind, very pure of soul, have the ability to do a lot with their words where they don't use violence, they can just use their words and their anger, and that can cause more of an effect. And that is true. Coming from someone who... My words have helped people get through very dark times. My presence has helped people get through some very rough nights. Our kindness can... Our kindness is like a picture. It's thousands of words. It's a feeling that you can't explain. But if we get angry, or if we become rude, it's a different type of disrespectful. And it's a different type of rudeness. And we don't like to be rude. We don't like to be disrespectful. So we either are very kind to you, or we're quiet, and we don't talk. We keep the pain inside so that no one else feels what we're feeling. Someone who means a lot to me and someone who's who's very important to me. A night that I was not doing the best. That night that I wasn't feeling the best. She told me that she wished she could feel what I was feeling. That she could feel the pain that I was feeling and the only thing I could say is, no, you don't. I would never wish how I feel upon anyone. People much like me fight a battle every day. Whether it's with our dreams, with our past, or with our present. Every day is like a battlefield. We don't want to believe that someone can love us. We don't want to believe that people care about us because as soon as we have that hope, everything we have been through sets in. And we get hit with this wave of, holy crap, how am I still around? Do I belong to, do I deserve to be here? I am 20. For most of my life, I've dealt with actual depression, actual anxiety. I've dealt with feeling like an outsider. I felt like being the black sheep in every situation. And 
that has made me quiet. That has made me the kind-hearted person I am because I know what it's like to be hated on, to not be loved, and to not be cared about. And all I could ever feel in those situations was that I didn't want anyone else to feel that way. I never wanted anyone else to feel unwanted or unloved. Which is why I've filled my life with love. Filled my life with caring for people. And in a way that has given me the ability to meet some of the most extraordinary people. Meet people who I didn't even think would exist. My friend who means everything to me. Means the world to me is the most extraordinary person I have ever met in my life, in my years. New soul or old soul, the most extraordinary person I have ever met in my life. The way she words, the way she they, the way she does, the way she talks, the way she moves, the way that her presence lifts a room the way her presence can heal such a broken heart is something I have never seen before obviously I've seen people who are very good with the way that they word things, people who are very kind hearted, people who can sit with you for hours and make you forget about what you've been going through she though the minute she would come near anyone or she would speak, it was as if an angel was speaking to you. It was as if you were walking through a field of flowers and the flowers started to reach out to you. As if the trees were holding your hands, as if the sun was kissing your forehead telling you, it is okay. She had a way of making your heart feel whole and making your soul feel full. She is the type of person you only ever find once in the world, if you even find her, find it once. And I have met people who are kind, I have met people who are loving. She was different. She will always and has always had a special place in my heart because she made my heart feel whole. And I hope and I pray that everyone in the world finds someone like that at least once in their life because that type of person opens your eyes to a different type of reality a different type of existence that you never thought would exist. Someone like that is who the world needs to be run by. And truthfully, I don't think the world should be run by anyone. Let me explain. I don't agree with having a government. I don't agree with having set people be leaders or being run by a massive board of directors 
aka a bunch of old people who just sit in chairs with suits and bitch. <laughs> I believe that the world should be run by the people. We live in this world. We should decide how it's run. Do I think there should be anarchy? No. There should be a type of order, a type of rules. But that doesn't mean that the rules need to be enforced by people who don't see the way the world is actually being run. The rich don't see what the poor have to go through. The poor don't understand what the rich go through. And that's what pulls us apart. And that's what causes the issues that are caused 24-7. In a world of rich and poor, men and women, black and white, we all disagree and we all agree, but we all want the same goal as I've said, unity. If people like my special person in my heart, if more people like that existed, if maybe even more people like me existed, people who have a little bit of the old way and a little bit of the new way embedded in their hearts and their minds. Maybe this world could find its heart again. Find its true path. I live my life quietly. I only speak when I have to, but I mainly observe. And what, I've, and what I've observed over the years is that there's a certain type of person that is dying out, and that person is much like me. I've been told more than once that I'm a different type of breed, that I don't come up. I don't come around often. Something like me does not come around often. And I've learned that that is very true. But I've also learned that it's becoming harder and harder to find someone like me. And the fact of that the matter is that the person who changed my life for the better, my special person, I've only ever found once in my 20 years of living shows that I'm not the only type of person that's dying out. Everyone believes in this world that they need to be somebody. That if you're not well known or that you're not the top dog or that if you're not the captain or if you're not this, if you're not that, then you're no one. And that's not the case. Everyone is someone to someone. I've always been told that I leave a mark on people, that I leave my footprint in people's hearts. Not stating I step on their hearts, but stating that my words leave an imprint, that my presence leaves an imprint, whether it's good or bad. And the fact of the matter is, is more people need to be able to do that. We 
we are all here together. We are all fighting to survive together. But the thing is, is we're fighting to survive from each other. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. But the fact of the matter is, is we all are each other's enemies and we all are each other's friends. And that's what causes the issue. We're all each other's enemies and we're all each other's friends. There needs to be a line. There needs to be this agreement that we all acknowledge that we want the same thing and that we agree to get what we need to survive. Some people don't want to work with others, and that's understandable. But just because you don't want to work with someone, that doesn't mean you need to go against them. We all are running this race of life, one step at a time. But that doesn't mean we need to trip someone. Because that's not going to make you... If you trip someone in a race, that's not going to make you run any faster. That's just going to slow you down. So why don't we all just run together? I'm sounding very hippie again in this podcast. I apologize. And obviously everyone thinks the way that they think. They feel the way they feel. And I respect that. This is just the way I see life. And see the world. From the class that I've grown up in. Rich and poor middle class, lower class, and upper class. We are all together. The rich can make the lower class not exist by just helping them. And then we all can become middle class. Not poor, not rich, but comfortable. They used to before I say what I'm going to say, I'm going to tell a story. Coco vlogs. He had a lighter that I liked that had wolves on it. He tried to give it to me, but I said no. I wasn't going to take something that he liked and that he cared about just because I liked it. But then I remembered I had a pocket knife that he liked. And so we traded something I liked and something that I cared about for something he liked and for something he cared about. That is the way of the old world. I'll give you this of value for that of value. But now we live in a world where, oh, I want this. I'm just going to give you this paper with an old dead president on it and a number and act like it's of equal value. It is not. And in a world, there is something of pure equal value that no one wants to give up. And that's what draws us all apart. Everyone wants respect, because respect is unpriced. Respect has zero price because it can't be priced. Because there's nothing more valuable than respect, except love. Personally to me, love is of equal value to respect. 
because if you love someone, you can respect them. And if you respect someone, then you care enough about them to equal a love. Where there's respect, there's trust, and there's love. You lose one, you lose them all. And I agree to that. Plenty of people I have lost due to the lack of respect, or a lack of love, or a lack of caring. Whether it was from me or from them. But it all starts with respect, and that's the issue. Everyone wants respect, but no one's willing to give it. But we all need an equal amount of respect. Whether we agree that some people deserve respect or not, we are all fighting this same war, and that's equally respectful. If you respect me, I respect you. If you disrespect me, I'll disrespect you. But how we disrespect each other is very different. Me, personally, you disrespect me. My disrespect to you will be to breathe and to move on. Because there's no need for violence. There's no need for yelling or for anger. It is as simple as breathe in and to move on life is life and we can't control that we can't control what will happen tonight or what will happen tomorrow we would like to control as much as we can but we can't, unfortunately and that is just the way of life personally to me Very easily in this world we all can get along. We all can work together to make a better world, to further evolutionize humanity. But everyone needs to stop, breathe, and to realize that we are pulling ourselves as far from the future as we can while we think we're still going forward. Humanity is slowly dragging itself back into the dark ages, and that is not great. It's not a good idea. It's not what we should be doing. And unfortunately, we just keep dragging ourselves further and further back into the past. And that's just going to keep happening over and over and over again until we work together. This world needs peace. This world needs harmony. And we won't have it if we keep working against each other. And we need to keep working together. If you believe in 
sorry, if you believe in cavemen, you believe we came from cavemen and monkeys, then you would believe that some cavemen had to have other cavemen help them collect firewood or to collect rocks to be able to spark the idea up to creating fire. We want to evolutionize to the point to where we can have time machines, to where we can have flying cars, to where we can have you know, healthy, clean energy. But we can't evolutionize to that point if we're going to keep going against each other. To end off today's podcast, I'm going to read a quote about peace by Albert Finston, if I'm reading that correctly. Peace cannot be kept by force. It can be only achieved by understanding. And I love that quote because it's true. You can't force peace. You can't force unity. You can only understand each other to achieve peace, to achieve unity. Sorry. And that is the truest thing ever. Thank you for listening to this short podcast. I hope that this podcast opened a couple of people's eyes a little bit about the world again thank you to all my listeners for listening to my podcasts and i will see you in the next episode episode four which will be on friday believe next podcast will be about spirits if you're into that spirits and the world of spirits and perhaps witchcraft because i think it'd be interesting to talk about so Thank you again, and I'll see you in the next podcast. Good night.